1: Greetings, everybody, and a warm welcome to you all. you with Lindsay Newman and Kiwi Nicknacks on Fresh FM, your top of the South community access radio station. Radio for the community, by the community. Kiwi Knick is about celebrating and sharing the richness of our 48 different cultures here in Nelson, Tasman. We do this through music, topic discussions and conversations with individuals and community organisations who serve and often represent different cultures in our community. Kiwi Nicknacks honours both the biculturalism and multiculturalism of Aotearoa New Zealand. In today's programme we interview Renee Kokiri about her Maori heritage and also her work for Top of the South's Neighbourhood Support. Renee has brought along her daughter Lishaya Kokiri who is visiting us from Paraparumu. Before we chat to Renee, let's listen to Tua, Bigger sang by Stan Walker in Te Reo Māori. Mmm,
0: yei, yeah. i tipu mai au e. mukore, kia whakarono maiki au i kore kore ana, ka whakaroa te aha. E kore no aeta tahi e re reke Kia muki o pai tawhiti A hako kokei E a ki Hei aha te oro toe kaiwehi te i a little kid, too. a little kid, too. I'm a little i Imohi o enui no toku orana nai na te hiraira He ora nana kau kei tuara, kei tuara Kei tua, tuara, tuara uh, e, pakaromo kina wai, koroto, koroto e Kei wehi te wehena i to, to awa, e <music> te
1: You're on freshfm.net with Lindsay Newman and Kiwi Knickknacks, a program that celebrates our hugely diverse cultural heritage here in Nelson, Tasman. Fresh FM is top of the South's community access radio, brought to you by members of our community. Today we have two guests with us in the studio. Renee Kokiri is the new Area Coordinator for Top of the South's Neighbourhood Support. She'll be talking to us about her role and the work Neighbourhood Support does in the community. Renee has brought her 16-year-old daughter, Lashaya, with her, and Renee will be talking about and sharing her Maori heritage with us as well. Tēnā korua. Welcome Renee and Lashaya to Kiwi Nicknacks on Fresh FM. Lovely to meet you both. Renee, you've just joined Top of the South's Neighbourhood Support as the Area Coordinator for Nelson Whakatu to Waimea. And more than working for the organisation, your new role is intrinsically about supporting the neighbourhoods and communities of Fakatu and Waimea. Before we hear more from you about the organisation's purpose and your role, I'd love to hear more about you and your journey in life to where you are today. You sent a lovely welcome message out to the community introducing yourself and your far now that stretched from Northland across towards Gisborne through the Wellington area and down to where we are in Whakatu, Nelson would you like to tell us a little bit more about your far now and connection to your ngatupuna your ancestors
2: i Kilda modi ora, ora kitewi thank you for having me it is uh, my honor to be here on behalf of neighborhood support to koropuni Kango Tito Ihu, as well as me and my farno as you said earlier on i'm from the Gisborne region, and then the Wairarapa, Porirua and um, Whakatū. So I didn't actually grow up Māori, being Māori. Um, It wasn't until I became a young mum, so that's when that journey um, started.
1: So did you grow up in Nelson, um, this area, or did you grow up in the North Island?
2: No, not at all. I didn't grow up here in Nelson, so we've only been here for about two years um, but I grew up. My childhood years were in um, mainly in the Wairarapa, so Featherston region, and then Christchurch. Spent a lot of my teen and young adult years there, so about seventeen years there, and then yeah, navigated to Fakatua <laughs> here in Nelson, um, and it's been absolutely amazing. And I didn't even know I actually Fakatua to here when I got here, so. It's been a good journey. Yes, yeah, amazing the connection
1: with your family. I know. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like a full come full circle.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So family whānau is very important and so is our personal heritage. How have you kept your connection with whānau and your own heritage?
2: I suppose being totally immersed in Te Ao Māori, which started um, when my daughter was two. That's when her journey started in Kohanga Reo. And that's when I started truly to identify who I was. Mm. Um, and then making connections with my wider whānau because my mum was far wide out, which means she was adopted out but within the Farno. Yes. So we didn't grow up with our, mm. I suppose, biological aunties and uncles. Um. So, yeah, making those connections were beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um. And it's been a journey and still is a journey.
1: Yeah. 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 So, Renee, I understand you're very passionate about Te Reo Māori – And sadly, like South Africa's tribal languages, there has been delayed learning of te reo Māori across all of the country's cultures due to earlier political oppression and suppression. What is your view on where we are at today and the development of te reo Māori in Aotearoa, New Zealand?
2: My views on te reo Māori, at the moment, it has flourished. It was like, for a long time, it was kind of um, stagnant. Like, it was slowly, gradually... Chugging along, whereas now it's just shot up. And um, I believe that's got a lot to do with well known Mori people in social media, whether it's um, music or, um, you know, Mori news or even mainstream news, even famous, you know, rugby players. They've really emphasised and encouraged Aotearoa to um, embrace it by. Just speaking the real by being Maori and making it cool. Like it's cool mm. to be Maori. It's cool to call it um, and that's beautiful. And I know it's just going to get better and better and better.
1: Yeah. I really particularly love the music videos, so the music and the videos that you can see how it's sort of, you know, the the nature and the people. And um, to me, it just makes it quite visible. And um, like you said, it, it makes it, it, it should be cool. And it yeah. makes it cool for, for people and, and especially yeah. youngsters. So it's really, that's really great what do you think we as a community could be doing or doing better or more of to encourage the development of te reo Māori?
2: Give it a go. You know, mm. no matter um, how much Reo you have, like for myself, um, I started when I was 21, mm. you know, and I was very shy, very, um, wasn't confident to speak the Reo, and it took time. But now, like if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah, just give it a go and embrace it share the aroha share the language and everything that comes with it
1: yeah and how do you share your heritage in the community
2: just being maori <laughs> <laughs> like um speaking the language even if it's just the odd word or speaking it and then translating what i'm saying when i'm facilitating um events or anything like that i always start with a mahi or or um you know an introduction and um do a bit of a tanga you know, go around and um, everyone can stand up and introduce themselves to. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: But like I said to you before, you know, you, when you texted, for example, you said the words in te reo Māori and then mm. you put it in English in the brackets afterwards. And that, to me, it was so generous because you're sharing your, um, your language and you're explaining what it means yeah. and it makes it possible for me to repeat that and actually go, oh, I can use that in, you know, some communication later down the line. Awesome. So Yeah, I really loved that. Many of our listeners know very little about Māori culture and many I know are very interested to know more. I noticed you have a ta moko it? Have I said yeah, that correctly? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, traditional Māori tattoo on your chin. I know this is something I'm I am curious about. Please, would you share with our listeners what the moko signifies and what it means to you personally?
2: Yeah, so moko kauai. it's um, obviously traditional markings on your chin – And for me, at that time, uh, when I applied to want to receive one, um, you know, because it's such a tonga, it's not something where you just walk into a shop and be like, I want that and put mm-hmm. it on. I had to literally write like a biography about myself. I had to write, um, you know, what I do as being Māori and how I contribute in the community. Um, a bit of a background of who I am and what I do. So I did that. And it was a whole year in the making. So I went to the second moko papa of its kind in Tahi Christchurch. Um, and that was in 2020... And it was amazing, like the whole experience was good I was absolutely nervous I was, um, you know, anxious at that time Because I had literally also gotten to know Eo so God, Jesus Christ And I know that it's, um, it's actually like not, I suppose I don't know if is the right word But it's something that you don't do In Christianity Is to mark your body And so I was kind of like Oh no I'm I'm a bit Crossed You know Mm. What side do I go on Do I lean more on being Māori Or more on being Christianity And um, I'm on this journey Where I've embraced Both sides of my culture And that's just me I mean other people may relate Other people may be against it I don't know Mm. But yeah So at that time It was scary I'm going to be honest It was scary Like it was such a beautiful moment, but it was scary at that time. However, moving forward, I've embraced it so much more. Like, I found out that I was Ngāti Toa I didn't even know that at the time. So, that's um, one of my iwi's. Yeah. So, could you yeah. choose the design, or did that, when you
1: applied, did they say this is what you could choose from, or how did how, how does that so work? So,
2: my personal experience was I didn't go in with, like, this is what I want, like, with a design. I put t- full trust and faith in my kaita, which is the tattoo artist. Yes. She's amazing, and I trusted her and her expertise, and I didn't even see it. She put the marking on me, and then I saw it when I when she was finished, and I looked in the mirror, and not straight away, you know, but you have people coming up to you, giving a hongi, and celebrating your mukul kowai and then afterwards, I kind of had a moment and went into the bathroom, and yeah Yeah, emotional moment yeah 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 it hadn't sunk in yet because i was still just like what is going on (laughs) yes but um yeah i've really grown into it
1: that's amazing be brave to make that take that step and i can imagine it was scary from a pain perspective a permanent perspective and also as you say the emotions and um all that it signifies that's thank you for sharing that you're welcome so there's a word in Maori, "manakitanga," which is a broad term about how we treat each other. Can you explain for our listeners what "manakitanga" means?
2: Um, manakitanga, I suppose it depends on your context because one Maori word means many; yes. like it has many meanings. But manakitanga, one meaning is um, hospitality. So obviously, you know, when you have new new people come in, whether it's manuhiri, visitors coming in. You want to um, welcome them. You want them to feel welcome. So whether that's, you know, doing a small mahi or an um, introduction, kai. You know, there's always kai. Kai brings people together. True, definitely. Um, yeah, just, you know, how you are as a mother, you know, loving and nurturing towards your tamaiti tamariki. It's the same with um, visitors. No matter where you are, whether you're in your workspace, school or a marae or a special event, um, hospitality is a way of caring for people. Yes.
1: Yeah. Lovely. Other than provincial museum exhibits, Matariki and Kai festivals, what activities are open to the broader community in our region to connect with, share and learn from the Maori culture?
2: I would recommend connecting with your local marae, so whether it's Whakatū marae or Te marae, which is out at Motuika, and then you've got Te Definitely connect with them and see what's happening in the region and your community.
1: Can one do that if you are not Māori? Can you just directly
2: contact them? I would say yes. Yep. Māori are very welcoming to non-Māori and Māori. Yep, definitely. That's wonderful. Thank you. That's
1: great. So we're going to take a short music break and we'll continue chatting with Renee about her new role as Area Coordinator for the Top of the South's Neighbourhood Support. Up next is one of Renee's favourite songs, He Kaka No Ahau by Stan Walker, a song about being nurtured.
0: Na kamal doni ya wakusika toku oh oh toku to
1: You're listening to Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM with Lindsay Newman. Fresh FM is radio for the community by the community, and Kiwi Knickknacks is about sharing our myriad of almost 50 different cultures here in Nelson Tasman. Today we are talking to Renee Kokiri. Renee has been sharing her Maori heritage with us. If you've only just joined us on Fresh FM and you'd like to know more, you're welcome to access the Kiwi Knickknacks podcast of this and previous shows at accessmedia.nz. Renee, you were recently appointed as the Fakatu Nelson Tuwamia Area Coordinator for Top of the South's Neighbourhood Support. Tell us a bit more about why you took on this role and what community means to you.
2: Yeah, Kilda. So very honoured, very honoured and blessed to be able to work in this position. It has been a journey and I know when this job came around, it was even unique how I got it. I didn't even know it was available and a good friend of mine, actually rang me up and told me about the position that was going through Neighbourhood Support. And I thought, wow, OK, this is this is what I've been waiting for. And I truly believe that this position was created for me. So it's an honour. It's an honour for me to be able to be the coordinator for um, Nelson and Waimea region. And it's great. I love my job. I'm on week five, maybe week six. And I'm just blessed. I'm very honoured to be able to do what I do.
1: Wow, you're a real newbie. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's great and um, it's lovely to hear. What services does your organisation offer and what activities are you personally involved with at the moment?
2: Yeah, so there's actually a few of us spread out in the top of the south. So we have Barbara that's in Motuika um, and she works from the community centre there. Um, which is near the library and then we also have Gavin that's over in Tapawira and he's got a unique role that's happening up there because it's out in the country so you got to tailor to your community, you've got to tailor to your surroundings and the needs there and then we also have Charlotte who's in Wido Blenheim and then there's me and Marie that are here in Whakatū and Nelson, yeah it's quite a big team, and I know that you have some
1: activities going on at the moment to connect neighbourhoods, and you're personally involved in, in a couple of
2: those? Um, so I've started a co kaupapa, a project called um, Koti Wahikoi, which literally means time to walk. And so um, that's been going for four weeks now, and basically it's open to anyone, anyone in the community, organisations for women that want to connect, come together, and it's a bit more than just walking, because when you walk, you know, it's it's about connecting with people, having conversations, and it's also for people that are isolated or feel isolated mm. or maybe going through life struggles, whether it's, you know, with the whole COVID thing, people have had to isolate. People in the community live alone. There's some people um, that don't have much support. So bringing them together makes them feel included, heard, and it's uh, about bringing joy into people's lives. That sounds like something I'd like to to come and join. <laughs> Can you tell us
1: when that is? So if anybody does want to join, they know where to go and what day.
2: So every every Wednesdays, twelve thirty, we meet at um, Tahunanui Beach Cafe, um, just by the car park and playground. So yeah, it's it's open to everyone. Did you go yesterday? No, no. Oh, what were you doing yesterday? yesterday. Um, I was facilitating an event and it was also my birthday. So Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes,
1: wow. Many immigrants and also Maori struggle with community acceptance and racism and you mentioned recently that you yourself had an experience of this. Would you like to share with us a bit about this experience?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was definitely something I never thought I would encounter and I, it's because I know I've been in my own little safe bubble, really. I've always kind of immersed myself into our Māori spaces, so I haven't had um, racism, mm-hmm. anything like that. So, yeah, when I jumped into this role, I did an introduction, which was all in te rio Māori first, and then, um, you know, and then it translated into English. And, um, you know, a lot of emails I received were very encouraging and, you know, welcome to the team and those kind of um, emails. But then there was one email that was just absolutely gobsmacking, really. I never thought Mm. I'd receive um, hate because I spoke my language, you know, and um, I thought, wow, wow. It was very um, maomai, like I, it was very upsetting. It really hurt me because mm. I thought, "Wow, if only this person knew um, about where I came from and how I had to learn to speak Māori or yes. how my children had to go to schooling to be able to learn the deal. But that was normal to them. But they didn't realise then that their teachers had to go to school to learn the deal, to be able to teach them yes. um, the language and as well as just being Māori. And I just thought, well, you know, I really felt for that person because I thought if he feels like that and he's saying that to me via Mm. email, who else does? And it made me not want to speak my language. It, It made me not want to be Māori. Like I had a moment where I felt like that, but because I'm surrounded by good support and I had to remind myself of who I am. I quickly turned that into a positive and I am now in the process of doing a whananga, so like a workshop and I'm going to create a space where people in the community, Māori and non-Māori, I would definitely encourage non-Māori to come in, um, as well as Māori, but you know, and organisations to come in and learn about the history of Aotearoa, um, learn basic mahi, real just a whole lot, just yes. a whole lot of different workshops and just to bring that to light, really. Yeah, so please
1: sign me up for that. And it's really awful that you had that experience. And I'm sorry you did, but like you said as well, you, know, you, you received so many positive emails. Yeah. And I know that when we have these just out of the blue, out of people who say ugly things, um, it can put a dampener on things. But I'm, it's lovely to see you actually responding in such a positive way. Thank you for being willing to talk to us about this difficult experience. Racism, bullying and prejudice is still something that sadly happens a lot in our community. Ironically, you are our Neighbourhood Support Coordinator. What effect does racism have on our neighbourhoods and our community?
2: Huge. It has a huge impact. You know, this is a safe country. It's supposed to be a safe country and a safe space for anyone. Um, So I would encourage those, you know... That's a you problem and not a them problem mm. and definitely work on you.
1: Yeah. 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 So if people in our community are struggling with racism and bullying, um, I believe there's a group called Speak Out Nelson Tasman through Multicultural Nelson Tasman that people could contact for support and to report any sort of racism or bullying behaviour. Um, so if that's something that you need to report um, or need support on, you can contact Speak Out Nelson. Um, they've got a website. Visit www.speakout.org.nz, or you can call 0508 double seven three two five six. So, racism, bullying, prejudices, stereotyping, divide people, causing dissatisfaction, unhappiness, and a broken community that destroys itself. But when people find unity and pull together as a community, they are stronger. You mentioned earlier, actually, about this term, and I'm hopefully I'm saying this correct. Faka tanga. Can you tell us what this means and how it ties in with working towards unity in the community and its importance?
2: Yeah, Faka is um, building relationships and establishing new relationships. And you can link that with your Mahi, with your Fano. So for me, working for Tikor Punikango Tito Ihu, Top of the South Neighbourhood Support, it's a huge part of our role is bringing communities together, bringing people together, bringing neighbourhoods together. And, yeah. So those workshops that you mentioned
1: are actually part... It sounds like that. that's what you're doing. That's it. Yes, that's wonderful. So neighbourhood support is about connecting neighbourhoods. How can they get in touch with neighbourhood support?
2: Yeah, so we've got a social media platform. So if you go on Facebook and look us up, Neighbourhood Support Top of the South, Go on there, you can sign up and there is information. If you want to connect with us, you can connect with us that way.
1: Okay, lovely. Well, thank you so much, Renee, and also for bringing your daughter, Lashia into the Fresh FM studio for joining us on Kiwi Knick I really appreciate your generosity in sharing your Maori culture with us and also all your challenges. I look forward to more conversations with you and I'll definitely be looking out for those workshops.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us here on Fresh FM and um, Māori Ora. Māori Ora.
1: Let's listen to our Aotearoa New Zealand National Anthem sung in te reo Māori and English. You're listening to Kiwi Nicknacks with me, Lindsay, on Fresh FM, radio for the community, by the community. Kiwi Nicknacks is about sharing and celebrating our cultural diversity in our Nelson-Tasman region. And today is our 33rd show. Fresh FM broadcasts across the top of the south on 104.8 Nelson-Tasman, 107.2 Nelson-CBD, 88.9 Blenheim, 95.0 Eastern Golden Bay, and streams to the planet on freshfm.net and on the accessmedia.nz app. If you've missed any part of this program, you can download the Kiwi Knacks podcast on accessmedia.nz from about Wednesday the thirty-first of August. Kiwi Knacks will take a break after Sunday, four September's eight pm show, as I'll be visiting South Africa and spending time with my family. But we'll resume Kiwi Knacks in early two thousand and twenty-three. Our final song on Kiwi Nicknacks is 660s, Kia Mau Ki To U Kaipo. To all our whanau here in Aotearoa New Zealand and all our family and friends around the world, though you are far away, we hold you near. From me, Lindsay Newman, enjoy your week and I look forward to sharing more of Nelson Tasman's cultures with you in 2023. Keep well, loop hambani kakuchle, Hairi tu atu, hoki tu mai. Here is Kia Mau Kito Ukaipo, Don't Forget Your Roots by 660.
3: Kia kikito hoki ki tō whānau Kia mau ki tō I tangata ai kwe I harimai a kwe Kia kitou ki tō kikito Kia mau hoki ki tō ki tō Ai Tangata pai a hōne Pakari ana tētū mai Tā tare ana te ao, te hoki mai, te auraki mai, aro ana ia ia te mana. He aori uri, he aori hori, tā wepo ana te taura tangata, motu ana te taura karawa. My come up people, come up I tangata ai i harimai a kwe Kia makito ukaipo, kia ma ki ki to wha-